ba 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 da ba ba. <laughs> Welcome. Welcome to the debut edition of Breaking Walls, the Wall Breakers podcast. My name is James Scully. I'll be your host and MC. I'm a graphic designer, writer. I am a native son of Brooklyn, New York, who's currently coming to you from the dry, hot, arid desert outside of Scottsdale, Arizona. A little bit of background for those of you who don't know what the Wall Breakers is and how we got to this point. Personally, I'm a graduate of uh, Pratt Institute in Brooklyn, New York. While I was working as an interactive designer in 2012, myself and my close friend Matt Weckel launched the Wall Breakers as an outlet for creativity, a way to connect people with each other, and a tool to gain and use uh, new skills. We're your source for daily curated art and inspiration. And when you hit your creative wall, come to us and we'll help break you through. And the website, by the way, is www thewallbreakers.com. That's T-H-E-W-A-L-L-B-R-E-A-K-E-R-S.com. I wanted to launch this podcast as a way to help the creative community. I think oftentimes when things are going well, we feel as though we're on top of the world. And when things aren't going so well, we feel as though we're the only person who's ever experienced this situation and no one in this world can relate. And that couldn't be further from the truth. It's important to remember that none of us are alone and we can all help each other. Now, these podcasts will be structured in a season format, and if that sounds confusing, just think of it as like one of your favorite TV shows. So we'll structure it, let's say, 10 episodes, and then we'll take a break. And the reason for that will be we want to get your positive feedback, your constructive criticism, and we want to regroup and come back and have an even stronger season two. And the other thing that I really don't want, guys, is for this to ever be a chore because then immediately it loses the entire point of doing it in the first place, and that's very important to me. So in each episode, we're going to sit down with a creative or an emerging artist, a self-aware thinker, uh, an entrepreneur, or someone who has experienced something significant in their life in order to understand what brought them to this point and how they can give advice and inspire those in similar situations. The podcast will be generally structured around topics such as getting to yes in a professional environment and how you approach your bosses or clients in a way that will serve you best to get what you want and also something like switching gears in your professional career and how to move forward with that, or how to cope with career stalling and how to stay creative when your surroundings limit your creativity. But don't worry, things won't always be so hot and heavy. A lot of these topics will also just be about things that are going on in certain creative industries right now. And I had a lot of fun recording this first batch of interviews. I learned a lot about myself and about the people that I was speaking with at the same time. And even when I went back and listened to them over again to do some audio editing, I almost feel like I relearned things again. And it was also very inspiring to me to hear such powerful conversations a few months later because it felt like it wasn't necessarily me conducting the interview. So it was really great in that regard. And that brings us to today's episode, the debut episode which is a full-length interview with a good friend of mine, emerging Staten Island hip-hop artist named Reb Rant. Reb and I go way back, and some of the highlights from this coming interview will be things like Reb's hip-hop influences and the importance of music, where Reb's love of hip-hop comes from in the first place, understanding tribal leadership and levels within societal tribes, and we do still form tribes today. We'll get to that in the interview, and that'll make sense. Also, our take on learning from failure and the need to fail in order to succeed later on, coupled with levels of self-awareness and what we can do to be as self-aware as possible. Other things like why timing is so important in putting yourself out there, what's next for Reb Rant, why Reb and I should open up a funeral parlor, and how to spread positive behavior. Now, if you haven't heard, Reb and I sat down with our friend Jason Adams a couple of weeks ago and recorded a short interview for Reb's debut LP called Authentic. And we talked about life, love, music, self-awareness within hip-hop, Bruce Lee and how he can be a mentor to people even in death these days. It's a really, really tight interview along with some of the tracks that Reb has laid down for Authentic. And if you go to thewallbreakers.com and search for Breaking Walls, Life, Music, and Self-Awareness with New York City hip-hop artists Reb Rant and Jason Adams, or if you just search for Reb Brandt, it'll come up. It's a great thing. I definitely think check it out. You don't need it to hear this portion of the interview, but it always helps as a companion. So coming right up, we have that interview for you with Reb Brandt, but I do need to go over one thing before we do get to the interview. 
During the interview, I got Reb's social media information incorrect. I kept saying that it was SoundCloud or Facebook or Twitter or Instagram.com slash RebRant, when in fact it's those websites.com slash its RebRant. That is I-T-S-R-E-B-R-A-N-D-T. And that is across the board for all of his social media information, which is Facebook, Twitter, SoundCloud, and Instagram. And once again, that is I-T-S-R-E-B-R-A-N-D-T. And uh, I'll go over that again in the wrap. But so coming right up, we have the interview with the one and only Reb Rant of Staten Island, New York, releaser of hip-hop's hottest new tracks off of his LP, Authentic. But before we get to that interview, we have a very, very important word from our sponsors. So stay tuned. Here are a few words about smoking enjoyment. You know, smoking is a day-in, day-out pleasure. We like each cigarette to taste as good as the one before. And we like the cigarette we smoke to be mild, to get along with our throats for a good long time. So it's good sense to test a cigarette over a period of time, not just a puff of this cigarette or a sniff of that. Yes, make the sensible cigarette test. The thorough test. Smoke only camels for 30 days as you normally smoke, and you'll see how rich and flavorful camels are pack after pack. You'll see how mild camels are week after week. In a coast-to-coast -coast test of hundreds of people who smoked only camels for 30 days, noted throat specialists reported not one single case of throat irritation due to smoking camels. That's real proof of cigarette mildness. Make your own Camel 30-day test, the sensible test, and see for yourself why more people smoke Camels than any other cigarette. How mild, how mild, how mild, how mild, how mild can a cigarette be? Make the Camel 30-day test and you'll see. Smoke Camels and see. So let's talk about some of your influences for this album. You want to start with the artist? Yeah. Let's start with artists. Uh, I could say big influence, uh, let's say Outkast. Mm -hmm. Big influence. They, they represent themselves every track they do. Midwest dudes like Nelly. He's, he just pop, of course. I like Nelly. He's pop. He, when a time when rap wasn't gearing towards pop, he was rap pop. He killed it. So I had to give him love. West Coast, Pac, Warren G, all those dudes, Nate Dogg. Really cool dude, Snoop. His first album was the shit. Doggy Style. That album was raw. I could play Gin and Juice every night. All day. Daily, it's, daily. It's day. just talking about the stuff that everybody in life, they look forward to that weekend party. Yeah. And I'm just uh, hanging out with my friends and we're putting some cheap drink and some juice in a that's, cup. Exactly. And getting twisted. Exactly. That's what we want. We deal with regular life, personally. Everybody doesn't want it expose their personal life so and that was do expose is the entertainment about it you know that was my problem with the kanye west jay-z collabo album because it felt like everything you know, watch the throne okay it, i mean the name in and of itself like everything was very like elitist well that's an illuminati talking right i mean can i even say that <laughs> i mean oh, well i don't want to say anything about the, the existence no, it's of the, the illuminati or not yeah I just mean like when I'm listening to somebody make music and all they're talking about is how much they got. That's the, the inference problem. in that is so what you're saying is I don't have it and I'm a sucker because I'm buying something from you when you exactly. got all this already. Exactly. You know, like to me exactly. it's kind of like well he came from a touch. He came from a certain set, both of them. Who Jay Z? Both or of them. Of they both did. Uh, they had their struggles. Yeah, and neither one of them. judge but neither one of them comes from dirt poor, but neither one of them is very comes from any kind right of wealth now, either. I think they want to be judged anyway. They've been in the game this long. The greats don't stay in the game long enough. Look at Lauryn Hill. You know what I mean? Yeah. Things like that just shouldn't even go away. But look at Alicia Keys. She's not doing anything anymore. She's producing now. She's behind the scenes. Oh, she's gonna yeah. be rip. She's gonna be the reason why we're gonna have inspirational R&B female singers again. And I think maybe the only reason and Kanye West was a producer to start off. Yeah, but he fell off. He in fell terms off. of production, production-wise, I feel like he rushes all his beats. Uh, you feel it now because you could look back on his 
his older albums, I mean, they oh. were fucking hard. Well-selected samples, dug in the crates for hours and hours and hours, put your time in, no sleeping, like, just finding He does the, the right beat on shit. Takeover. I mean, think about it. Blueprint. Seriously, that's, that's a serious Maybe sample. Jay-Z's best song ever. Ever. That made him really touch the, the world instead of just a certain clique, a certain set of people. Of course, you gotta say... Well, actually, baby. I would say that uh, Hard Knock Life, Volume 3, was the album that made him... <clears throat> it crossover, crossover. Yeah, he had Plus a lot of the hits. song Hard Knock Life. He had a lot of hit. Yeah, he had a lot of hits that were geared. It's fine too. No, you're right. My bad. It's fine too. Fine no, three is know. Big Pimpin', which is another yeah. crossover. I mean, another hit. crossover track too. I think that might have been like his only big single from that album too. It's still so. plays. Classic. Yeah, of course, man. man. You know why? Because people still be big pimping. Yeah, that's right. It's like a goal. It's like a honestly. That's everybody's it's goal. goal. It's, yeah. Well, that's the thing. Every everybody's not gonna not gonna reach that goal. So no, it's it's the toughest thing. Everyone wants it. Of course, you gotta say Biggie, the legends, the greats, big pun. I hear a lot of Nas. In oh your, yeah, in your well, style. And he's in a legend on his own. Um, that's my learned rap. Yeah, that's my that's my one of the. He main, might be. You know, him and Tupac are like some of the. Yeah, that you can The hear. 90s conscious rap that I think yeah. about. I actually... I like Nas a lot. I like conscious. Nas a lot. Maybe because he's East Coast, so I get it, what he's saying. Even even then, I, I've I've met a lot of people who, who really respect what Nas does just for the simple fact that he just talks it. It's like a conversation with him instead of just like, yo, I'm going to sit down and write a dope 16. You know what I mean? Like, about... Well, nothing. think about all three of us yeah. all got his... Uh, what's his 2001 LP? The I am no, uh, no the still uh, the stomatic stomatic yeah, yeah we all got stomatic at the exact same time and like yeah. oh do that track rewind yeah. oh, he raps that track in reverse <laughs> oh shit I mean the thought process I mean that album is fantastic that. though yeah. that's a fantastic legitimate every, classic every, every after he got called out by Jay Z on having one classic album and other ones that were I, don't I think know. the difference is Nas chooses to do what he wants to do he's not told what to do he's chilling he's he makes music with whoever he wants to make well, music with. Well, I like, think that's also probably because he grew up in a in a musician's household. Yeah. So this is not like some sort of. I mean, yeah, he's learned this. But there's no he, betraying this. There's no. There's no. Right. It's just part of who he this is. is who I am. Yeah. And it's also something that he's been involved in since he's a child, a small child. So the industry and the inner workings of it. It's, it's he's, he's operating it's, it's at a well. No, I don't. Oh, I actually, oh, actually it's, opposite. it's definitely not. It, I think right. everything that he's doing is is on a higher level. It's mm-hmm. like it's like people like I don't know like he's those people that are the best at everything they do, and you find out that like they've been doing it. They're so too natural because they've been doing it since they were like long. three. You know? What yeah, I mean? like, yeah. Why didn't you just take it the next step? You know, above. Nas does it all the time. He came out with um something with uh Damian Marley not too long ago. Well, you could say a while ago. Already. I guess it's another guy who. Damian Marley. Marley comes from a musical household. Uh, yeah. Man, those two made a collabo, like, little extended play. Dude, man, they they had emotion. They had direction. They had an actual message. Instead of just, you know, every track is going to be the same. You know, it, and it's a collabo. It's hard to work with somebody. Yeah, it's hard to work well, with that's somebody. what we spoke about. Oh, uh, yeah, before. You know, yeah. It's hard to get features down on, on track because emotions aren't the same. I'm as motiv- I'm more motivated. For tracks that I'm, I'm gonna do because it's a representation of myself. I have to represent myself like I always have. Yeah. Strong, trying to trying to get it done. I say I say something, I'll do it. Things like that. Well, you have a very unique lyrical pattern. It's, it's, it's not it's a pattern. Different. That's why. That's what it is. It's different, have... but it still fits in. I find that that way to fit it in, and um, it's not being different. It's just being me at the end of the day. Exactly. Yeah. It's not being different. Um, I hear a beat, and it it makes me do something makes me do something a certain way. I can't wait to get like a producer who would just work with me on like an album for Right, cuz then you have long. you have that the the compliment. Mm-hmm. It, it's it's one thing getting beats and it's another thing beats me being made for you. So, I can't wait to get on that one. That's why I think I'm going to put my second one on pause and just like look for that one real quick and and work and, and put out singles but really focus on that second one to be really 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 better than the first. I think it's a good idea. Yeah. Influence is wise, man. It's my environment, too. So now it's from the artist to environment. We grew up in New York, man. This is our, our stomping grounds. There's a lot we of know. culture at our fingertips. Yeah. At every time. I mean, we went to school in the city. You know what I mean? Then continued college. Everything was around our area. No matter what, we could go there. We could go there, literally. Nothing was holding us back except our, our laziness. 
You know what I mean? At the end yeah, of absolutely. Day. So I did it, man. I, for a while, b-boying, it brought me places I never would have thought about. You saw things at a, at a younger age than a lot of people did. Yeah, the, the amount of things I've seen. Yeah, definitely. You definitely. also have experience with high levels of success and failure, oh, yeah. for that matter, at a younger age than a lot of people. Yeah, well, you know what they say, the higher you go, you got to fall down somehow and you go as fast as you went up. Just the speed. Well, the other thing they say is be nice to the people on the way up because you'll see them on the way back down. Oh, fuck, yeah. That's the truth about it all. You never want to cut ties anyway. It's all about building your, your resume, your portfolio. So you cutting ties means that they have to do, done some crazy stuff. Crazy stuff. Greed, yeah. That's, um, not, that's not a trump card that you want to start exactly. using liberally. Yeah, yeah. Because it goes back to what we were saying earlier about putting yourself in someone else's shoes, you know. You know, like putting yourself in somebody else's shoes and um, understanding that there are factors street, in. Man. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's a two-way two street. street. Yeah, you can't. Not, you you be can't be the center of your own universe right. too. You yeah. ha- I mean, you are. That, like I said, though, there has to be a balance. You have to worry about yourself. You come first. But at the end of the day, you are a part of a. It's micro and macro. You are a part of absolutely. A, a world. It's it's. You have to realize. All right, now, think about outside myself and then apply it because that's the only way you can get through life. If you don't create networks and, and relationships, even if it's just for the morning, you see your deli man right there, and if you don't if you don't treat him with, with enough respect, because you're gonna go to him, so why not? Why not? Everybody shoot matters the breeze here and there. Yeah, everyone matters. Their job is to serve you that every day. They're gonna be glad to do it if you yeah, show. Yeah, and stuff. it's not even really about just bending something, you know, pretend that everybody matters. No, but so that's, there's, there's a difference. No, they, Some people force it. Right, yeah, yeah, and, that's, and then you can see through that. Mm-hmm. I've always been terrible at forcing that. But yeah, that's yeah. the thing, man, because everybody's life is valuable. That's That That goes back to our environment. We grew up here in New York. It's hard to it's hard to fake it here in New York. Because you there's too many people under scrutiny all the time, and, and it's just not, it's not going <laughs> to, it's not going to work out. Word spreads around way too fast in New York. And it's just too small. It's too small. It's a small world over here. You know, so it's not, it doesn't benefit anybody. I once got a bit of advice that I still remember years later. And it was, there are two universes. The one that's in your brain and the actual one. And you want to try to align them as closely as possible. Yes. And that's about... Balance. Balance. Yeah. uh, Losing your insecurities and... That's the the hardest thing as humans we could do. To lose our insecurities. Right. And the truth is, though, that every insecurity is man-made. Yes. You're not born with a single That's insecurity. That's to, to the mind. It's like, just somebody, you know, making fun of you for something or somebody telling you you can't do something. You got to not sweat the small stuff, but also sweat it as well. But more so let things go, because words are just words. Carry exactly. Them out. When I see them carried out, then okay. But a lot of times, people just shoot the breeze, man. And that's when you can't... Wear that on your sleeve, no, all day no. and take it's it. It's too much of a burden yeah. for you to carry. It's it's a it's another job. Like, uh, who wants that? It's always the negative people mm. give that negative energy to other people. It's, it's, it's such a burden that they're carrying. Yeah, he. You know, Ray said it before. It's the uh, negativity spreads faster. Than it does. It negativity does it's because of addictive. people's insecurities, yeah. and it is more addictive. It, it, but it the truth is, man. It hides the truth well. Too. If you were to walk into a room with 10 really positive people in there, mm-hmm. that would be very addictive too. Because whatever oh, of insecurities you might be feeling, yeah. they that's would smooth them right over there. for you. Yeah, that would be that. Oh, man, yeah. Yeah. yeah, and that's to me, it's so important to Dark just associate side. myself mm-hmm. with as many positive people as you can. And that is not really even anything to do with are you more negatively or positively inclined no it's just simple that you could be what the most positively inclined person yeah but what do you prefer that's well i mean be, who wouldn't want to who would prefer positive. being around positive people as opposed to negative people yeah but if you become positive i've seen i've seen environments that that were negative volatile hostile and just it takes just one to start slowly yeah snowballing it, it could either one way in one direction or the or other, the other. That's exactly what it is. You um, should you should read this book. It's a little slow, but it's interesting. It's called Tribal Leadership, mm-hmm. and it examines the basically. First of all, it says that tribes are essentially what we still form today. We do, and it, we just don't necessarily call them that anymore. They're either workplace environments or you know this or that, but they're still a tribe. 
And that uh, basically the tribe is, I think it's something like 100 or 250 people or under. Other than that, it, it becomes no, no. multiple tribes. This book, Tribal Leadership, uh, outlines that there are five levels to each tribe. Ranks? Ranks. As you could say. The yeah. bottom level is basically like a prison culture. Life oh. sucks. Oh. It's violent or it can... To it's basically one step above violence and violence equals... Total destruction. You know, I think we talked... Yeah, you're right. I think we touched on this before, but go ahead. Yeah. Level two is my life sucks. Mm -hmm. It's like working a really crappy job or mm -hmm. something like that. Mm -hmm. Where you realize that there's better things out there. And you're able to do it, but you just... But you're just it. not in it at that moment, and it sucks. Level three is I'm better than you. And that's where you go to after level two when you can't take it anymore. And you say, oh, you know what? I'm better than this. I'm better than you. I'm better than what's going on here. And you live that level. And that's kind of what people think that, like, American capitalism wants people to be at. You know what I mean? Like, that's mm -hmm. that's that's what American capitalism considers the well, pinnacle. Yeah. But it's not. Yeah. Whereas level four is, we're better than them. Now it's bigger than me. Now it's me collaborating Ooh. with you or something else. And we are better than something else okay. here. As opposed to, you know, it's not singular anymore. It's not, I'm better than everybody else. It's yeah, you realize that you can, you're only, and this is where I'm at in a lot of ways, too. I have this desire now where I realize that there's only so much one person can grow. They need to surround themselves with other like-minded people right, right. to grow together. Absolutely. To share, you know, both the successes and the responsibilities yeah, and yeah. the responsibility of failure, etc. And level five, the top level, which is unsustainable, you'd liken it to like a sports team winning a championship. Mm. You know what Priceless. I mean? Like, like, like the pinnacle of success, but obviously that's not, yeah, you know, but, but you can't stay there. Yeah. And then, the but you want to basically be hovering between a level four and five at all times. All all, times. We as a group are always shooting for the success. Of course. By the time you get to level five, you're not even concerned with what any other groups are doing. Because absolutely. you're so far beyond that, you know? Yeah, you're absolutely right. And right. Riding, it also Riding above the standard. Exactly. Definitely. And it also talks about how you can't skip levels in life. It just, that's oh, not right. how it, it works. You either, yeah. if you're at a level two environment you gotta there get are it. only two options for that environment it's either going to go to level three or one. one person can go that way yeah. or it's going to degrade I've itself seen, all the way down it. to a level one i've seen it man a lot more go back to one and, and have to start over and it's hard to start over history likes to repeat itself so it does if if you fail you find it even harder to to succeed so that's two two more times you add extra baggage on your shoulders it's like i didn't even get it done second time well that could be one like, way you look at it but or a it lot could of be, i learned a lot from those failures a lot of people see it the the other way the lateral meaning damn so i'm just gonna go settle and find something to you know handle my business well and then people choose to not fail then. You that's can't live the that problem. way. Exactly. With all great reward world, comes man. risk. That's that's the inherent quality. I tell you, you right know? now, I gamble every day, all day. That's the nature, I guess, I go Hell, son, with. I'm gambling on whether or not this meat is fresh right now. <laughs> <laughs> Just joking. No, I'm dead serious, man. No, you have to be. You know, uh, in order to be a certain leader, you gamble all the time. I always saw some type of leadership quality myself, but I never liked the responsibility of being one. Just for the simple fact that every man I know is is their own man, and I respect them to that point. They make their decision. There's no reason why. Even if I sway it or not with whatever I say, it doesn't mean shit. But that's okay. It should be that individual, you know. But the, and the mark of a true leader is when people will follow he or her of their own free will. And the free will. That's right. And you can't really fight who you are either. Yeah. You can't. No, you can't. And then you're faking Exactly. And at that, in that point, how long will you lie to yourself? Well, it's like Jason Adams said. Yeah. You're trying so hard to be atypical, then you're just typical. You just gotta be, be yourself. yourself. Yeah. So, now that you've got this album down, yeah. it's out, it's released, it's on soundcloud.com slash rebrant. Yes. That's R-E-B-R-A-N-D-T. That's it. Soundcloud.com slash rebrant. Check me. Be sure, me. hit this kid up on social media. Yeah, you know it. Instagram. Twitter. What is your Instagram handle? It's all the same. Rebrandt. Everything Red is R-E-B-R-A-N-D-T. Everything is Rebrandt. SoundCloud, Twitter, Instagram. Yes. Instagram, Facebook. Facebook. You got a Facebook fan page yes. that you just started recently. I just started recently. I might stick with the personal for the time being, let it build up, but my per there's no really per personal anymore at this end of the game. My personal is who I kick it with every day, daily, without the cameras. <laughs> so whatever. That's the way it works. And Check that, me out on those, though. Follow me. 
That's once again specifically soundcloud.com slash rebrand. That's R E B. It's R A N D T. Yeah, yeah. You like spelling that name. Well, <laughs> Rebrandt is kind of a little bit of a tongue twister, it's, so it's you want to be, be clear to people. It took that's me what a few I like tries to, to remember. But that's that's what I wanted. I want people to apply themselves when they hear when they hear certain music, and they, you know. That reminds me. I used to call you Rebert in the high, yeah. high school. <laughs> yeah, I've got a whole bunch of that growing up. But everybody tell me now, my name is one of the dopest names. Hell yeah, it's, man! It's one of the on. uh, most uh, R E B. Yeah, that's it. It's, you don't even need a, You don't need a nickname. Your name. Nah, I could have went out with Red, but at the end of the day, you need a another personality. You have to be different. My lifestyle is different from who I who I throw out on a record. Like, of course, it's it's more focused on a record. My life is random. Yeah, we it's, it's like it any other. Uh, I mean, Jay Z's. I don't, we don't even know. I don't, know. Think, I don't even know. calling him Jay-Z behind doors. She's calling him Sean. Yeah, yeah probably. That's his name. His <laughs> name is Sean. Yeah. But if you look at him, even saying that name, you're like, yeah. Sean. Yeah. Because you're not used to calling him that. You know what I mean? Well, I, I thought I, I was real clever with that reverent name. Just because of the way I rap and, and deliver a message. It's really kind of like layers and layers and layers of information as opposed to, you know, I mean, as, as paint. And you have an alliterative name for the alliterative style of yes. rhyming. Yes. It was well thought. It was well thought. I sat about it for a very long time. And and, and this album, I mean, I'm I'm a hip-hop head since I was, I guess, I, I moved over here, 1992. and From the Philippines. From the Philippines. That's Manila, right? No, B, yeah, well, I lived around everywhere, but Bicol City was my uh, birthplace. Grew up there a lot, and I had farms everywhere. My dad had chicken farms and whatnot. We struggled like everybody did. I mean, we came from the Philippines, so that's already a struggle as is. And we're good today. I'm so proud of my parents. And you almost lost your leg. Yeah. As a kid. Yeah, I, I wasn't. I wasn't sure if I would walk again. That was a tough one. Is it this leg? Left, the left one. You can still feel the break right there. It's literally a break going down diagonally. It was pretty serious, and um, thank goodness. And think about that. So you didn't even know if you could walk again. Yeah. And you became like a pretty much a semi-pro breakdancer. I was pro, bro. Pro. Full pro. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's just not... I was in a battling all the, all the big names right now. But you're now. making money. You were making money. And I pretty much... Okay, so you no, made money, see, which means that you were pro. I never really cared too much about the money because I found other ways to make money. So no, but, but basically the term... <laughs> no, you were a pro because the, you made money. So that makes oh, you a yeah. pro right, right yeah. in and of itself. At the end of the day, I definitely was competition for everybody. And... and being an underground crew, we represented such a Foot Clan shout outs to you, first generation. But, um, you know. Are you first generation? Yeah, raised yes. first, bro. Raised first. He was right after me. Maybe 1.5. But, yeah, no. I, I mean, that influence right there. Ever since I, I moved from the Philippines and then here, I saw uh, hip hop was so live in, in the 90s, bro. Like the true of, of hip hop. And everybody was scared of it. But because I just moved here, and had a whole different mindset. We didn't have hip-hop in the Philippines. We just, it was just music and entertainment. You mean everybody was scared of it in the sense that because it wasn't quite mainstream yet? Well, it was coming from like an era where NWA was coming out. Um, they were in the 80s, mid-80s. Violent. It was at a violent, was at a violent stage. Because they were pressed against the wall. And, and I finally did my research to understand why people felt a certain way. And, you know, how individuals think is they want to be heard. So well, and then you did the research that. of living your life. Yeah, you understand much. it. You know what I mean. Pretty what much, it feels like to have your back pushed against the wall. Absolutely, and where that comes from, and that comes back to gambling, like taking risks and knowing how you could fail so that you learn from it. And through failure, yourself, yeah, through failure. I mean, fa failing is one of the hardest things to get over, but it is the most important lesson to learn as an in individual. And especially when you're really trying to take it somewhere and not be a puppet all your life, you know what I mean? Settling I so for whatever. I wonder if that fear of failure is bred in school. Like, oh, you got a 65 on that test? No, because it's, it's kind of syndicated in a way that you know you could get away with it in certain points. You could get away with that. When you fail big one time, you fail big one time and every everything, all the marbles are in that basket, you can't take it back. In a test, you got... Quarters, but it, that you could. Well, the other thing about that I think is that when you do feel when you do fail big in life, 
Mm-hmm. And I don't mean like going to jail or anything like that. No, but like. I'm talking about a failure that ends the moment it's failed. A disappointment. Yeah, a that's a good way to put it. Like, not something that you're having to pay for for years down the line. Yeah, yeah, because some, some things are foolish. Uh, yeah. Obviously, some things don't work out for you, and the, and the and justice system isn't always correct. It's well, outdated. Yeah, yeah. and so excluding things like that, yeah, I think that. usually failure uh, feels good in some ways because you're like, oh, wait a minute. I failed. I'm still standing here. I'm that's, not dead. Now that I'm still here. I, I have a, more than I thought. That's at, right after failure when you finally you finally have thought enough of what you did to get in that situation, you become enlightened. You literally see an out you see a light in a dark ass like yeah, space yeah. pretty much. Because you, just stuff you there, don't right? learn until you fail. Yeah. So it's you, like stick your finger in that socket. Exactly. And as individuals, as human beings, we know how to adapt naturally. We mm-hmm. just don't name it or, or call it out when we see it. Well, but and it, I think the other yeah. thing is that we've developed a society that, I don't want to say has stopped adapting, but maybe is, is adapting to the wrong things Yeah, because we're not growing any longer in some way. And I'm not the saying that all societies like that, tough, that. Of course. I'm just saying the thing, general mindlessness. Let's think about it, though. The toughest thing, we could always bring it back. And you, uh, what, we are in a generation where we're kind of, we're kind of in the middle of, it, of this boom of technology. Yeah, and that's we're also in the bust of the economy. Yes. So we're so in a technological boom. What, and like I said, bust. our generation, bro, our, our peer group, we're struggling to make it, but we are making it. It's surprising that well, we're still making it. There's still a lot of us out there that's doing all right. And that's like what we said a little while ago about one in a million. I said, well, no, what if it's more like one in a hundred thousand? Exactly. That's still a hundred out of every ten million. That's a pretty good amount, you know? Yeah. Just people it's, coming up with good ideas. The cream amazing. always rises to the top. Mm-hmm. Well, you can't deny talent. You can't deny no. talent. You 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 either get on board with it or you hate, which is even better because that controversy sells. At the controversy end of the day. creates cash. Oh hell yeah! All that negativity, it's fine. Let it build because then people you know every day will be talking about it, and you're sitting back and just counting all the counting well, all and the that's blessings. the thing. Like, well, yeah, because they you don't feel really secure. Know, but it's true, but see the security factor again. You have to have confidence. We well, and that's what I mean. Like self-securedness, confidence, self-awareness. Yeah. When that happens, if people love you for being who you are, it makes you feel great. Absolutely. If people hate you for being who you are, it makes you feel great. It's self-gratification. It is. It's got to know that you're It's doing when the they stop thing. caring that uh, then, maybe it, that's when it starts to wear on your confidence. Well, then that's, that's only due to the fact that you failed to do what you're supposed to do. If you are on point, exactly, they they shouldn't have a reason to forget you. You right. are an asset to a certain group of people, certain community. They exactly. Need you there. It all and you know what you said there. That show, what shows a lot of self awareness is that you just said it all comes back to you essentially. Mm-hmm. If you don't pay, if you don't succeed at something, at the end of the day, it's always something that you did. Yeah. Even if it was relying on the wrong person and mm-hmm. they. Yeah. screwed you yeah you didn't see the signs you didn't play. see the sign you yeah. can, there's always something that you can learn from any situation yeah, yeah. If, you, if you're not learning you're just basically choosing not settling and, I, and that's what I, I hate about a lot of things nowadays uh, industry commercialism all this stuff going on in our economy right now they're all settled all of it all of this is just settled well I think we've bred a society of people that were settled that were, have been built to settle but I think that's changing it's a shame though because we are such a creative our generation was very creative because we we had overlaps like crazy, bro. We had things going on that we never knew was going on because but, of technology. In my opinion, it will turn the other way because it's, it's just na- it's just naturally cyclical. Yes, yes, but it'll take its time, bro. Oh, of course, it'll take its time. the The cycle has now slowed down at least twice as as uh, two knobs. Let's just say two knobs. It, it has to be because there's no way to to cycle it faster. We can't keep. What up are you with talking it. about when you say cycling? Just the the evolution of human evolution society. Of, yeah. I mean, in some ways that's true, dependent. in some ways that's not we're true. Very too de- too dependent right now. In a way, I do agree with that. That we dependent. as a society are dependent, but at the same time, the technological advances are pushing us in new directions just yes. as fast. I I super agree with that. I want that, but there's a lot of technical technological advances that keep us where we need to be, and we allow that. And they sell more than the ones that should be. Of helping. course, because well, now you're so talking about like educate. a Fahrenheit 451 type yeah. society, just, or like you know, it's it's all about is is everyone ready to be educated? You know what I mean? At this day and age, are you are you really gonna settle for what you hear on the radio and not look it up on your own and not not really believe? I think 95 percent of what you hear, you just take it for what it is. 
either truth or at face value or whatever. Yeah, you value. But you it. don't investigate everything. No, of course not. not but you, you put a value on it, and you, you prioritize what information is is really, right. really more so uh, reliable than Absolutely. the others. <laughs> I can tell you all about. Yeah, I know you. Well, can. it doesn't matter because <laughs> we're not talking about me. Yeah. But so, yeah, getting man. back to your album, your first LP coming out. Yeah. What's next? Where are you looking to? You said you're looking to work with a producer. So maybe you're not looking to record right now. You're just looking to find another person that's fantastic to collaborate with yeah. to help you grow further as an artist. I feel like I, I work I work well with others as well. I, I know how to work well with others. So I just got to find that right guy who's who's on my page and and not necessarily my page. I want to be on his page as well because it's it's kind of like it's it's a band. It's a band it mentality a band. at it that is a band. point. And um, chemistry. Yeah. And I want that because ever since growing up, I had a brother. You know what I mean? We did everything together. So, literally you, have, so you know what that's like. And, that and the chemistry is so is so tight that it always built. Well, especially you, know? you guys are so close. In age, yeah, really yeah. Me and my brother, two years apart, man. He he's my he's my idol. Him and my dad are my idols. You know what I mean? Like I wish I could be because my dad is a spitting image of me, literally. He he took a while to straighten out his life, but when he did. That three that that three sixty was an extra one eighty on top of it. Well, put the cherry on it. Yeah, he's, because he's of the things set. that he had to go through to straighten it out himself. Yeah, yeah gave yeah. him such a strong perspective. Absolutely, absolutely, and that's why I, I cherish that. My brother, on the other hand, he did exactly what my mom did and knew a direction to take and knew it will take him places and and financially set him right to to his goals to his set, and he did it. As, as fast just, as my brother, I you, mean, my mom did. But, you know, the funny thing about that is you're talking about your parents. So yeah. it obviously seems that your father is a creative person. Yeah. He which means, his, in and of itself, a lot of times, make more turmoil. He was a chef, man. So, so the there cre- you go. creativity is there. Your he, mother uh, is the the brick builder. He, she you know is the I mean? architect, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. She's the architect. Yeah, she really is. So, and it also makes sense that Jay is the architect and you are the creative. Yeah. You know? That's what just how it goes. You know, you have two children and one is one way and one is the other. Yeah, absolutely. My my mom, I would consider her the architect type, the teacher. Yeah. And my older my her younger brother, my uncle, is the the creative creative. type. He could throw with both hands. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Play the guitar. That's what I've been thinking about all my life. Like there's things that I've done to try to challenge myself to, to even be better where I was right there. Like using your left hand to try to do certain things. I'm a righty. I break things. I used to be boy, literally lefty. You know what I mean. I DJ when I was learning DJing for like three or four years, and I was DJing pretty, pretty solid. Learning how to do all these things, and I did it lefty. There was something about it that I started realizing how accurate <laughs> my left hand and my my I guess my right side of my brain. Yeah, like there's certain things you can do better is. with your off hand. Absolutely, absolutely. The accuracy that I could send a register a message right, telling my body how to do a certain move. Is is so easy for this hand, my left, as opposed to like my right muscles it. My right is just all strength, because it's muscle memory. I depend on it to just do its automatic thing. You know what I mean? But my left, I can tell it. Think about it. Yeah, and when I think about it, it's more focused, more accurate. Exactly. More. more And I almost think that maybe sometimes we do things with our off hands. Yeah. Because it's a natural inclination to want that strong hand yeah, free at yeah, all times. Yeah. Like, no, I can do this task really well with my <laughs> with my off hand. Yeah. And my left hand can then handle anything that's coming at my way at the same time. Back to know? the awareness, man. Back to knowing how, how we we will never know how dope we really are. But every individual is dope. You just gotta keep. You gotta our, keep our, adding. Our, onto our, your our, yeah, our brain capacities are outstanding. Outstanding. We could get more than what we we have now, and that it's all about putting yourself in the experience, gambling with it because we don't have enough time. At a certain point, time catches up with everybody. One thing we can't be. You yep. know what I mean? Father Time. You could be fucking you could beat the law, but you can't beat Father Time. Like nope. he's undefeated. Dude is undefeated. So, you know, you gotta just keep well, gambling every what. day because that, that might be it. We should gamble and uh, open up a funeral parlor together because uh Shit, huh? death is still undefeated the last time I checked. I know. <laughs> no, I'm just joking. With these uh next few tracks I'm gonna lay out, there's gonna be a lot of bodies on the floor. We need to put them up. That's a good way to look at yeah. it. Yeah. I mean, yo, I'm put I'm putting a lot of uh a lot of thought now into tracks and um messages and, and the way it's done, man. I'm dropping two tracks, by the way. Uh hopefully this feature comes through. If not, it's getting dropped anyway. That's just the way it is now. So. You know what? Sometimes you have to take that approach. Yeah. 
Nothing. I mean, more. I love I, I love Cynic. Kenny is 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 an amazing MC. You know, he is the the resemblance of what we grew up in in early two thousand. The sharp lyricism. You know, selectively choosing your words. We talk about this all the time. That's why it's funny. He he relies on me for inspiration, and I rely on him for a lot of inspiration because it resembles the same time we grew up in a different area. You know, he was in Oklahoma, but he was spitting. You know, timing. His timing is in, impeccable. And that with me, I love to drop on on the most important time of the beat. That that's how you catch an attention. That's yeah, how you catch people. absolutely. And then you build off that, and then there it is. That that's your it's format. The, it's like the boom moment. Yes. So it's amazing how we literally train ourselves to be able to spit our own verses. His verse, I could spit clean. Like it's it's a way to train. Are you rapping his lyrics? Oh yeah. And it's hard to because I got I get that that's cool. It's hard to. It's called expanding your your uh, your it's, lyrical ability. You basically you know what you're doing improv mm-hmm. when you do that. Essentially, it's like acting. Yeah, because it's Cause, not um, your words at that point. Because we some somehow spit similar when it comes down to speed, but I could get real faster than he can. But he he loves to spit fast. So certain times, he would spit my verses. I mean, riot the track riot that that was a straight through. Runoff, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I don't even know how many bars I wrote for that, and it's it's been a year. That was recorded like at least a year ago, man. It's a long time just to sit, and we were waiting for other other features and 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 whatnot. So once it got done, man, I was excited, and you could see the type of styles that me and Kenny Sinek could, ha- could actually like do together. We're actually trying to work on something collab wise. We have like five tracks set out. That's of cool. course, of course, features. Why not? I'm motivated, man. I'll, I'll get that done ASAP. Hey, man. I what? put a switch on in my head, and I know I got I got things to say, you know? So it's all about knowing the timing, knowing how to approach it correctly. Wayne Gretzky, NHL's all-time leading yes. point guy, once said, I scored on exactly zero of the shots that I didn't take. Exactly. There's your answer, There's right? There's your answer. And score if you don't shoot. Y'all put yourself out there, man. And, and a lot of people are insecure about it. That's why... I, you know, even great artists are insecure about what they're trying to do because they know how many people are listening. You of know, course. They don't want to yeah, let course. people down. They don't want to disappoint themselves. They don't want to disappoint people who are depending on their music to get through life. Because music is a tool to, of an escape. We use it every day. No matter how much we can deny it, we hear music every day. Either by force or by choice or just by walking down the street and just hearing a car play that song. And you're like, oh, yeah, yeah, that's that new track that has dropped by Flex like a couple of days ago. Things like that. It's around us. Absolutely. It's around us. And we just got to kind of use that tool the right way. Yeah. So like it's been lost. We always talk about this. It's, it's lost. It definitely is. That cycle needs to hurry up. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, we can't wait forever, you know what I mean? You going to play any shows this summer? I uh, did one in the city. Um, I think it was called Fat Baby. It was a little uh, little show I did. I did remember the name. And um, a lot of good reviews already about that. Cool. Um, it was, it's definitely a great track. I, got, uh, it I, has serious single potential. Yeah. That, well, I considered that a single. I considered Riot a single for performances. For the simple fact that the amount of energy all three of us had on that track, it could be a great three set, right? You got three songs to do on the show. <clears throat> You'll do... I start off with Remember the Name because of the, the pop-off potential on yeah, the, the, the energy is just... The energy, yeah. It's wild. And, and, and it's it's trendy with what's going on with music right now. Mm-hmm. See, I, I wanted to do that in my Well, it has that... What, what What is that instrument that's making yeah. the beat? What is that? That is a, um, an instrument I think that you snap. You, you hit together. I believe it's a, a wooden block. Yeah, it's like thing. a wooden block. Exactly. Um, it's very sharp. Yeah. I, I was just so, at a show so watching like, Rising so on All Stars. I'm trying. Well, like, I'm I'm trying to figure out what that influence is. That's like African. Yeah. It's, or it's an island. Definitely, it's an yeah. Island it's like it's, it's, it's an, an island, island beat. Thing. Thank you. That's Thank why. You. I, I, that's why I kind of like when I heard that and I was looking for that beat. Well, not specifically for that, but I found what I was looking for that night, and I literally I felt something. I mean, it's I like must have rolled like, like thirty five. Yeah, I must have wrote like 35 bars to this joint, like all six, different 16s, just because of how much, you know what I mean? Like how much you could actually put. And the, part of the reason why I love the difference between your rhyming style and Brody James's is that on, that beat on that track mm-hmm. is so fast. And it sounds so fast because of how hard and fast you rap on it. Yeah. And you would never even think that there would be any other style that you could possibly do successfully to that beat. 
and then he gets on the track, yes. and he's just slow, slow and, it's, and he's like on a wave, yeah. you know, with the way his syllables run. He's, and uh, and he's you realize that like you can either go with the speed of a beat, or you can go against it, and yeah. it works both ways. Yeah, yeah. You know, on that, he's very knowledgeable. That guy, man, he's uh, he is on the point where we uh, feed off each other because we know what we're gonna get from each other. Exactly. You know I mean? like, yeah. we, we work well on a track. All and of Jason us Adams, too. Yeah, Jason Adams is just a beast. I can't wait for you guys to hear his mixtape. He, he's got he's got that... That spark, that flavor. You know, does he, he play any instruments? No, but... Because he, he seems like he would. Like, he, play a violin He or has the look, he has the package, everything. I mean, wait till you... Wait till you actually hear his mixtape. He, he's one of the most impressive people I know right now. But again, life is, is weird and it throws curves at everybody, so he's, he's still waiting for his tape to blossom. And he's got great material right now, like amazing that's material. That's fine. He's a perfectionist. Yeah, but don't take too long. Well, that's the other thing, right? Eventually, time don't wait for nobody. Exactly. So let's. let's gotta, I'm 28. I'm the oldest out of all of us, and he's like, he's thinking like, you know, he's 24. He's thinking he's got time, dude. I, if I could run back my, four my years? clock, only four years. If that I could even run, that long, do 18, I would do it. Cause how dope was I 18 creatively, b-boying wise? Like, what was I able to do? I used to tell, I used to tell myself, I'm gonna do this move, and I tell Ray, I'll do this move. And literally in what? In a couple of tries, a couple of hours, at least just body training, learning how to do it. I'll get there. And it's just a drive. You know, a lot of people, I feel like they don't have the, the drive. They say something and I believe them because it's true, but they don't have, there's always a factor, an X factor. Yeah. That's things, slot. Things that's interrupt. Slot. Yeah. You know, that, that. But eventually people either figure it out or they yeah. just don't. But being tuned for his, uh, his mixtape coming out, it's, it's going to be an amazing mixtape. It's, it's going to be one of, the changers and and the trends of R and B music coming out. Cool. He, I mean, I'll definitely try to interview him as well. Oh, he's so. amazing. He's amazing. He's great. He he's a a young cat that has knowledge on vocabulary, and that's very important. That's very having important. a large vocabulary is for very a important. young cat, man. For not for him not to experience the things that we have already. Um, he's younger and he's he's from Staten Island, so it's not all you know. It's not all like exposure, super exposure. He had to grind for his and and. Sometimes you miss out on a lot of experience True. when you do that. So now he's getting exposed. It's just he's going to be a very, very eclectic individual. I mean, he already is. You yeah, see you him. can see it. And he's accepting. He's already there. He just he needs a word for it. That's a very good word for it, accepting. Yeah. He has a very accepting, yeah. open-minded oh, yeah. personality. You can tell. Like you can feel, you can feel he's genuine about, about everything he says because he won't open his mouth and say anything that he's not interested in. Or not even I appreciate that authentic about it. Back to my, you know, back to my mix. <laughs> but yeah, man, the the people I I make music with are actually driven individuals, and I believe in their talent. I'm just trying to give them a little push because I'm older, and I'm like, look, look what you could have done when you were younger. You oh, and that's saying? your natural leadership quality yeah. coming out. And they'll take to they'll take a it. lot of it probably. They'll take it. They'll take it because these guys are, are open books too. They're smart. They're, they're they're like a sponge. Just be a sponge because this is a, this is a life lesson that we all need. Just accept everything for what it is because there's not there's not much much to change in the world. We can't change everything. So no. as long as you accept it and realize how you could go about it without having to make it a big burden in your life. You know what I'm saying? Some people like activists and whatnot. They carry that joint in their back, bro. Like hunched over over time. They're just really, really like and and. Over time, you lose it. You lose why you're fighting. Sisyphus. You're never... Yeah, and you forget why you're doing it over time because it's just one goal. You're never reaching that goal, and you're never climbing up to the next goal. Like, make it practical. Yeah. Make it practical on yourself. Well, and it's Be like... realistic. What we, yeah, what we were saying earlier about how negative behavior spreads quicker than positive behavior. Yeah. Well, that might be true, but at the same time, I think the best way to spread positive behavior is just focus on... The small, you know what I mean? Yeah. And let it ripple out on its own. Look, everyone, you can't control it. Everyone wants to go, go and, and be the, the hero at the end of the day, but of it's course. not necessarily being a hero. you gotta you got to fix your circle first, meaning your immediate. Yeah. Because the only people that will really support anybody is your immediate right now. Mm -hmm. So once you get that following, it's contagious. People will hear about you. Then you, now you got an outside circle that, that you now don't want to disappoint. So you step up to that plate. That's a new goal. You know what I mean? And then once you have such a big, big circle, that's when your responsibilities become really, really big. 
You or got, not. You have, or, or in not. a lot of ways, it becomes everybody's responsibility. But you have to. But yeah. But you have to realize why that was that was happening around you. So that means that you have to, you you take that responsibility. You have to be more cautious of what you do because it's it's yeah. You can't. It's, it's like people are waiting for you. You know what I mean? People are waiting for you to do the next move. So you gotta be very yeah. You have to pay attention. Yeah, aware. Just pay attention. Be aware. It's like yeah. what we were just saying. How the universe. Yeah. has all the answers oh, absolutely. but it's only when we're secure enough that we can see them yeah, yeah. and understand. I think part of that is also understanding that you have to have some faith in yourself and that yeah. I don't know what the last step is yeah, yeah at yeah, the yeah. end but I, I just want to know what the next step is it's it's hard to also because the we journey. can talk about faith as it's man-made it is man-made it's a belief that we don't know we can't see we just know you know what I mean? We tell you, we tell our brains that, but it's a positive thing. It is a positive it's, thing. It's, so you can't really like deny that you you have something to go for, bro. You have a a, a goal, and it's reachable. It's, it's a reason reachable. to live. It's a reason to live. It's a reason to get up every day, put your effort and put your put your hours and and just grind. It took me forever to get this tape out. It took me forever. Ever since I started about two years ago, I knew what I wanted to do, but learning the, the industry, learning what to do, how to throw it out, how to mix, engineer, things like that. I'm getting better every day. Like These next two tracks are, what, four months apart from recording my last track on Authentic. I haven't recorded for four months. You and know, so like, how close are you to having that? Uh, when are, yeah, when are you planning on dropping those two tracks? In a, in a couple weeks, but I feel like if I need to, it's going to have to be put Soon. on hold. But it's, it, you know what it is? I make tracks... I make tracks because I, I, it's all experiences, right? I, I write a lot about experiences, and you can hear it yeah. on a lot of my stuff. I mean, stuff that people can relate to. And I, I, I'm intelligent enough to not be too self-centered to the point where it's like, it only happened to me, right. and, and I'm going to talk technical detail about yeah, my yeah, situation. Yeah, yeah. No, it's got to be relatable for everybody. Right. You know what I mean? That's, that's, that's what people And hear. that, once again, when you're talking about the influences of like Gin and Juice on yeah. Snoop Dogg's first album, yeah, yeah. how that's just everyday... Every day, man. Life stuff that anybody, no matter what you're doing with your life, can yeah. relate to that. Absolutely, man. But if people want to hear what you got to say, they can go to soundcloud.com slash redbrand. It's redbrand. Because it's you Red got Brent. that authentic mixtape out, and I they do, can also listen to some of your earlier yeah, stuff. Yeah. But twitter.com slash redbrand yeah, yeah. for authentic, the new LP it's from redbrand. It. it is out. That's right. I'm excited, man. It's been a good, uh, it's been a good drop. I'm not going to. It was a good time to do it. I think only bigger and better things from this yeah. point forward. I love That's it. the goal, right? That's my goal, man. You have uh, anything else you want to add? It's red bread, baby. Okay. That's I guess it. That's, uh, that's it. All right, so what would you guys think? I really thought that that interview picked up a lot of steam as it went along. Uh, and I really want to thank Reb for being so open and honest with his emotions and feelings. I, I really, really enjoyed that conversation with him. I hope you guys did too. As far as some notes from the talk itself, I wanted to include a little note about the tribal leadership book that we spoke about during the interview. The full name of that book is called Tribal Leadership, Leveraging Natural Groups to Build a Thriving Organization. That's by David Logan. John King, and Haley Fisher-Wright. You can get it on Amazon, and I will also include a, a, a Wikipedia link for just some more background information as to what that book is in some of the podcast notes which you can get. I also want to say a quick thank you to a few podcasts that I feel have really influenced me in my producing of Breaking Walls. And by the way, I have no official affiliation with any of these podcasts. These are just podcasts that I really like and have influenced me and feel like I want to share with you. One of them is Colt Cabana's podcast called The Art of Wrestling. Colt is one of the most famous indie professional wrestlers in the world, and each week he sits down in person with different people in the professional wrestling business of varying degrees of fame and notoriety for what he calls a personal journey and look into the hearts, the minds, and the souls of professional wrestlers. And it's not a wrestling podcast so much as it's a life podcast. So if you're interested in learning more about that podcast, you can go to coltcabana.com. It, of course, is available to download on iTunes and subscribe as well. 
Another podcast, which is produced by a company called Podcast One, which you should definitely check them out because they have a lot of different great podcasts going on right now. But this particular one is called Journeys to Success with Fred Rosen. Fred Rosen is the guy who built Ticketmaster, the ticket organization, from the ground up. And he hosts this chat with uh, CEOs and company founders. And it's a conversation that delves into their journeys from nothing to what they became and how they got there. And I find a lot of times that is really interesting, too, because everybody has an own, their own unique story that we can pull from and learn from. And I would also be remiss if I did not mention the relatively new 99U podcast, I find that 99U is closely related to what the wall breakers are doing and are trying to do. And twice a month, the folks at 99U sit down with creatives in the industry to pick their brains about the creative process. And you can see that at 99U.com slash category slash podcast. And all three of the podcasts that I just mentioned are available for subscription through iTunes as well. Next week... I've got Lena Gonzalez on the podcast. Lena is a graphic designer and UX designer, and her and I have a great chat about how to stay creatively satisfied when your surroundings limit your creativity. She had gotten back from a great conference in London right before we spoke, and she had a lot to say about some of the experiences she had in London at the time. So I want to say thank you one more time to Red Rant for coming onto the podcast, and I want to make sure, without a shadow of a doubt, that you have his correct social media information. Across the board, that's SoundCloud, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram.com slash It's Rebrandt, I-T-S-R-E-B-R-A-N-D-T. And as a special treat, Reb is premiering two new tracks, one called No Chance and one called Different this week, and I'm going to play Different for you guys to close out the podcast. So please let Reb know how you feel about this track, and please let me know how you feel about this first episode of the podcast, because whether you like it or you hate it, I want to know, because that's the only way that we can take this and get better. So once again, here is Reb's song Different to close the podcast, and I want to thank you guys, and I'll see you next week. So keep getting out there and keep breaking those walls. Have a great week.